You know our friends at Wicking Vicar for their comfortable clerical shirts and their wooden advent wreath playset. They're back with a new gift, and this time it's for the Lutheran ladies. Introducing their beautiful necklace featuring 14 karat gold filled charms of the cross and Luther seal, a simple and feminine way to express your faith every day. This necklace arrives in a gift box and is perfect for confirmation, graduation, Mother's Day, or First Communion. Visit wickingvicar.com to find this necklace and other gifts. That's W-I-C-K-I-N-G-V-I-C-A-R.com. Listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. I'm Bree. And I'm Rachel. We have a trivia episode today. It's about this, time. I, yeah. I always feel like it's been a while, but I don't mm-hmm. actually know when our I last know, one probably was. It wasn't that long ago. It, it was January. It's been a while. Like oh, that yeah, has right? been a while. <laughs> I just like them. It wasn't January yesterday. No. Yeah, no. The year is flying by. I'm motivated by so tests. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love it. All right, Rachel, what are you quizzing us about today that we may pass or fail? <laughs> okay, so you guys know this already, but our, our listeners may not. The thing on the calendar for today was a brief history of heresy. Was our going to be our topic? I was inspired. My son, who's in competitive speech and debate, wrote an informative speech about this for the spring. And it was really, really interesting. And I thought mm-hmm. our ladies would love to hear about this. Yes. I should make a trivia challenge about it. And then I sat down to write the thing and I started panicking. I can't do this. It's too big of a subject and too Mm -hmm. controversial. And I don't want to call people heretics and all all the same. (laughs) So then I thought, wait, what else is going on this year? Like right now, like Mm -hmm. in our church two weeks from now. And that would be confirmation season. I have a daughter who is finishing her first year of confirmation and watching getting ready to watch some of her eighth grade friends Mm. you know be confirmed and that's just really it's been a huge part of our lives this year and so i thought you know in honor of all the confirmands we are going to do a trivia challenge on Luther's small catechism. Are you going to yes. examine us? Is that what this oh, is? No, oh, there will be a little examination. Oh, no. Yeah. Examination. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And so oh. if you are currently undergoing confirmation instruction right now, you can consider this a review, <laughs> a chance to learn something new, and also a chance to feel smarter than those around you because you may get more of these questions right than those of us who are really rusty at this and stuff. This very well could be a trivia challenge about heresy. Yeah, right. <laughs> so we'll get to it anyway. It's fine. We will, because it's a really it's a wonderful gift that we have in the church, our small catechism that outlines the the chief parts of the Christian faith, you know, mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm really honored to get to go through it for now the fourth time, once for me and three times with my three older children, and then I'll get one more bonus ride through when number four comes through, but it doesn't get old. It really doesn't. And I love every time I come through, I get a little bit more of it tucked into my mind where it stays, and so we'll see how much is there, and for you guys, too. Yeah. It's been a few years. Yes. It's been a few. All right. Yay. <laughs> 
Good. I was afraid you'd like know all the answers instantly. Oh, uh, and then that, that wouldn't be any fun <laughs> for me. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. Well, then let's get started. Okay. First off, the word catechism. That is a really strange kind of word that we don't really use outside of the church. Do you have any idea, A, what language it comes from, and B, what it might mean? I'm going to say Greek. Mm-hmm. I believe it is Greek. Yeah. And it I believe it is Greek. It's the opposite of schism. Catechism. <laughs> schism, it's like the opposite of that. It's bringing it together. That's what I say. Catechism. Yeah. You're right on the first. A, you got right. B, you might want to work on that a little bit. Catechesis? What what is learning? What's the root? Catechismos. Catechismos. But I believe the actual root of that is catejo. Catejo. I mean, it has to do something to do with teaching, right? It does. It does. Well done. I'll give you half credit for that. Sweet. <laughs> so it means instruction in Christian principles. It's an elementary question and answer book of religious instruction. Hmm. It comes from this Greek verb that means to teach, specifically orally, to instruct by oh. word of mouth. Whoa. As Pastor Jonathan Krenz, whom I will quote a couple of times in this quiz, points out, catechism comes from the Greek word katecho, from which we also get the word echo. Oh, right. I think I, Interesting. I've heard that somewhere. Yeah. So mm. that there's this, it's it's a book that is to teach you, but it's not meant to be read on your own by yourself. It's meant mm. to be read in community out loud to be a form of, because the Greeks, of course, use the dialectic method mm. where there's a whole lot of question and answer, back and forth conversation. And that is how a catechism is intended to be used with these questions and answers. And so most catechisms do take the form of questions and answers. Hmm. But isn't yeah. that also the the form that the Jewish people use? I feel like I, because I'm remembering sort of traditional Seder meals where yeah. oh yeah, or why is this night different than all other mm-hmm. nights? Why do we eat oh. this bread only on this time? And all other nights we do this other thing. And there's yeah. a form of a question and answer. That's exactly, exactly right. Although in that particular case, it's the child asking the questions, which is really mm. turning it on its mm-hmm. head. Mm. Because Interesting. the one who asks the questions is the teacher. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. So when Jesus is asking the temple leaders questions... Mm-hmm. The, in in Luke's gospel, that's a real hmm. interesting moment there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we're off topic. Okay. <laughs> Squirrel, we're learning. Squirrel, we're learning. Okay. And when I say most catechisms use this format, that is plural on purpose. We think of the large catechism and the small catechism, but those are not the only two catechisms. There are a lot of churches use catechisms to instruct young people in the faith. Mm-hmm. There are, of course, a lo- other churches that don't use anything of the sort, but there are a number of catechisms coming out of various church traditions using this question-answer format for instructing young Christians. So we're going to play a game called Can You Guess the Catechism? Oh, no! <laughs> okay. Now, I'm going to read you excerpts from various catechisms that are not Lutheran. <laughs> <laughs> And you are going to guess 
whether it is, and this is in alphabetical order so you can remember, Baptist, Catholic, Episcopal, Presbyterian, or Reformed. <laughs> all right. All of these churches use okay. catechisms. Baptists do not always, but they do technically have one on the books. So I'm going to call it fair. Okay. 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 Let's hear those one more time. Baptist, Catholic, Catholic Episcopal, Episcopal, Presbyterian, and Reformed. 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 Okay. okay. There are others out there, but these are just the ones Thanks I'm picking. You're narrowing it down. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. Excerpt number one. <laughs> this one isn't actually, it doesn't start with questions, so get to there eventually. But the catechism opens with these words, God, infinitely perfect and blessed in himself, in a plan of sheer goodness, freely created man to make him share in his own blessed life. Presbyterian. Presbyterian. Sarah? I thought it was, man, you guys are convincing. <laughs> I, thought that I was have reformed. no idea. <laughs> Okay, two Presbyterian, one Reformed. You're all wrong. It's Catholic. Oh! <laughs> oh well. That's a curveball. <laughs> Zero points. <laughs> no points. <laughs> okay, let's see if we can... Well, at least now Catholic is knocked out because I only got oh, one wow. excerpt from each. Okay, so, okay. okay. excellent. Gonna, I'm just going to guess Reformed excellent. for all of them. Okay. <laughs> okay, so the next excerpt. This one, the rest of these are question answers. Question. What is your only comfort in life and in death? Answer, that I am not my own, but belong body and soul in life and in death to my faithful Savior, Jesus Christ. Is that Baptist, Episcopal, Presbyterian, or Reformed? I'm going to... S- <laughs> reformed <laughs> Baptist. I'm going to go with Episcopal... No, I'm going to go with Baptist. Sarah, you've used up your answer. That was reformed. Yes, I know. You can't answer it anymore, is that? <laughs> so we have Baptist. Sounds the closest to okay, Lutheran so we without have actually Baptist, being Lutheran. Presbyterian. Episcopalian and reformed. Okay. No, Presbyterian. No, Presbyterian. Be- BEP. That, the first one was from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. This one is from the Heidelberg Catechism, uh-huh. which is a reformed document. Okay. Mm. This one is also. It's a sort of, well, I'll just not say any more before I've mm. given you the excerpt. Okay. <laughs> I almost gave it away. I ah! think you already did, but go. Go ahead. Oh, you know what? Just just for that, I'm going to, like, not do that. Mix them up. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> excerpt number three. Question. What are we by nature? Answer. We are part of God's creation made in the image of God. Baptist? Episcopalian. Brie, you got it. it. Yes! Oh, okay. I was baptized nice. in that church. I was say, you <laughs> Sound familiar? With the third so, I don't remember any of that. Mm. I just remember the incense smell. That's the only thing I remember. Mm. Loving so that is from the Outline of the Faith, commonly called the Episcopal Catechism in the Book of Common Prayer, compiled in Philadelphia in 1789. The Book of Common Prayer was not compiled in Philadelphia in 1789. I'm going to check my sources. That might be the Catechism was compiled then. Mm. Yeah, Book of Common Prayer was... Yeah. <laughs> I think somebody in that particular source might have put a comma in a bad place in that mm. sentence. So. I hate when that happens. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. All right, moving on. Our next Catechism. Question. Who is the first and chiefest being? Answer. God is the first and chiefest being. Question. Ought everyone to believe there is a God? Answer. Everyone ought to believe there is a God, and it is their great sin and folly who do not. 
Baptist. Presbyterian. <laughs> Who said Baptist? I did. All right. Two points for Brie. Yes! Nice job. So Thank you. this one comes from 1793 when Baptists gathered in London for their general assembly commissioned William Collins to compose such a catechism. This document, commonly known as the Baptist Catechism, is several forms, several names, sometimes called Keech's Catechism. And if you've met any Baptists, you'll know that they don't always use catechisms in their instructional courses. So this is the first time I'd encountered that one, but I thought it was pretty cool. Keech's. Mm -hmm. Okay, we have one more, and I think you guys will all get this one right. (laughs) Okay. Question. What is the chief end of man? Answer. Man's chief end is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. Presbyterian. Presbos! That's yeah. the quote I was waiting for, but I thought that was reformed. I am. I yeah, it is. Reformed. They Actually, Presbyterians are reformed. But this one oh, yeah. is the Westminster Shorter Catechism. That's the quote I was waiting mm. for. Yes, you knew <laughs> it was coming. That's, I saved it for last. So yeah, Presbyterians are a branch of the reformed confession. Is there a shortest yeah. catechism? There is a larger, a larger catechism. Small. Yeah, but we, sm- we don't have smaller, smaller or be, larger. They're going to be like, is there a medium? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a tiny. Two, two Super size. <laughs> Touche. Uh, so this, this one was adopted in 1648. It was assembled in between around 1645. At Westminster. So Heidelberg Catechism came out of Heidelberg on the continent. And this one came out of England. And uh, yes, very, very familiar words to a lot of people, even if they are not from our own catechism. Got it. So do not automatically assume, this is a pro tip, when you're talking with other Christians and you talk about the catechism, Hmm. that you are thinking about the same book that they are. That's fair. Mm -hmm. Because they may have a completely different document in mind. So we usually talk about Luther's small catechism. Mm -hmm. And let's go ahead and just talk about Luther's small catechism, shall we? Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. This, of course, is a book that is familiar to all of us. And it was written fairly early on in the Reformation. So first question about Luther's catechism is how many years after the 95 Theses were posted... Did Luther write the small catechism? Six. Ten. Seventeen. <laughs> it was ten. Yes. Yay! <laughs> yeah, so the the 95 theses were posted in 1519, and in 1529, the catechisms came out. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're coming up on the 500th anniversary of that bad boy. We right? are. Yes. And you better believe there will be some kind of party because we love to party on our 500th anniversaries. Love right. anniversaries around here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I just said the catechisms were published that year. Which came first, the large catechism or the small catechism? Large. It's the large. It I was by one my- month. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Not a lot. Yeah. Okay. So this is, I'm like I said, I would quote from this article. Pastor Jonathan Krenz wrote a wonderful article I'll link to in the show notes called The Large and Small Catechisms of Dr. Luther. It's over at lutheranreformation.org. Uh-huh. But he writes about this. Originally, he, that is Luther, asked his colleagues and friends, Justice Jonas and John Agricola, to prepare a basic catechism for use in the congregations and homes 
But as it turns out, he wasn't happy with their final product. Mm. Not surprising. Luther liked... (laughs) had his own style he knew what he liked yeah so luther would do the job himself he Mm fine-tuned the catechetical sermons he had preached over the years on the ten commandments the creed the lord's prayer and the sacraments building especially on sermons he had preached in 1528 this became his large catechism published in april 1529 Hmm. the small catechism followed the next month in may of 1529 Hmm. so friends of the large catechism yours came first Small catechism followed. Cool. Some reason, I always thought the small catechism came first and the large catechism was like several years later. But 1529, doesn't that mean it was 12 years after? Oh, I can't math. Oh, no. (laughs) Didn't you say 1517. I was thinking 1519. Yeah, I almost said 12, too. Five on there. You're. Oh, it's been a long week, friends. <laughs> we caught ourselves in the middle. We don't. You know what? Scratch. Everyone got that one right because I got it so wrong. That's a freebie. <laughs> sorry to all you people that are listening with yep. your calculators Too out. Late. Too late. Already found it. We yep. already figured Self it out. Fact check. Sorry. Please, yeah, uh-huh. don't come at me. <laughs> that was fifteen seventeen. Fifteen seventeen, not fifteen nineteen. You know something happened in fifteen nineteen though, because everything happened all the time back then. True. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Twelve years after the Reformation started, we had a catechism. Yes. Ooh, so biblical about the number twelve. Mm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. What inspired Luther to write these catechisms? There was a specific set of events. <laughs> that he well yeah we'll just leave it with that what inspired him to write the small catechism and the large he was angry at pastors mm-hmm. for not teaching properly yeah that was his mode though like 24 <laughs> 7 <laughs> was anger <laughs> he just lived do better <laughs> his expectations just could not be contained and then he was like okay and here here's how you can do it Yes. The solution. Yeah, what the, the thing that inspired him to do this, and Pastor Krenz refers to this as the Saxon visitation. He got out of Wittenberg <sighs> and went to go visit some churches, see what was going on in these the next Reformation guess. churches. And he was n- not pleased mm. with the state of things. There's a it's great like undercover boss. It was There's no way Luther was sneaking around. Everyone knew when Luther walked in. Which leaves him even more without excuse. Like, if you know he's coming, how about maybe behave yourselves? I just had a visual of Martin Luther, like, in my mind from a painting. But he's got, like, a obviously fake mustache on walking into a church. Plague mask. <laughs> Hello, guys. I'm, I'm new here. <laughs> I'm Junker Georg. <laughs> I'm Larton Muther. <laughs> so yeah, he he got out and saw the state of things. And well, here's a quote from the preface to the Small Catechism. Yes, it's fantastic. The deplorable. Miserable conditions which I recently observed when visiting the parishes have constrained and pressed me to put this catechism of Christian doctrine into this brief, plain, and simple form. (laughs) 
How pitiable, so help me God, were the things I saw. The common man, especially in the villages, knows practically nothing of Christian doctrine, and many of the pastors are almost entirely incompetent and unable to teach. Yet all the people are supposed to be Christians, have been baptized, and received the Holy Sacrament, even though they do not know the Lord's Prayer, the Creed, or the Ten Commandments, and live like poor animals of the barnyard and pig pen. What these people have mastered, however, is the fine art of tearing all Christian liberty to shreds. <laughs> wow. Man. That, wow. We don't memorize that part. No, we don't. <laughs> we should, but Ooh. we don't. <laughs> Can you imagine if you were one of those churches that, like, Luther had come to visit, like, the year before, and you got the first edition of the catechism, mm -hmm. and you're reading through it, and you're like, I feel called out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. <laughs> uh, wow. So that was what inspired him. He got out there and he said, this is not good. We need to do something about this. Mm -hmm. We need to make sure that Christians know what they believe mm -hmm. and can share that with one another, and especially for the young people. That brings us to our next question. Who was and still is the primary intended audience and purpose of Luther's catechism? Parents, family, families, families, mm -hmm. lay persons. Yeah, I think there's a common misconception out there that the catechism is for pastors, mm -mm. but Luther wrote it as he says, as the head of the family should teach them in a simple way to his household. This is at the beginning of the section on the Ten Commandments. So he really was writing this for fathers or mothers if fathers were unavailable mm -hmm. to teach. Not only children primarily, but also anyone who came into a household at that time, they also had, you know, hired help and servants and such. Mm -hmm. And it was considered a responsibility of the householder to make sure that everyone living within that household mm -hmm. knew their stuff mm -hmm. when it comes to Christianity, which is yeah. great. But of course, young people being what they are, don't always like to sit around and memorize their catechism. And oh, yes. Luther intended it to be memorized. More on that in a little bit. What consequences did Luther think would be appropriate for young people who refused to learn their catechisms by heart? No dinner. Okay, that was one of them. Point. <laughs> Chore, the worst chores for the next three years. <laughs> no, they already had to do those, I'm sure. <laughs> but the hardest ones. Yeah, no, more denying privileges. Darn it. Although he probably, you know, just keep coming up with outlandish punishments, and Luther would probably agree that they were appropriate. Because he thought this was a serious thing. What's that? You should sleep with the pigs. Thumb screws. Drawn and quartered. Have you ever Googled drawn and quartered? No, but I think I know what it is. I thought I knew what it was, too. Oh, it's, no. It's, it's worse. Google it. Don't okay. do it. Don't Google it. <laughs> and don't. also, don't do that to your children. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, they weren't like, put them in the stocks for sh public shaming. <laughs> public shaming, though. Yeah. Public shaming. Yeah. I think, yeah, definitely. We'll go with shaming. Shaming will get a point for that. Right. Okay. Produce. Uh -huh. This oh. is again from the preface <laughs> oh, where no. he gets very salty. Love. Yes, very heavy on the shaming and also the no supper. <laughs> so here's Luther again. 
But those who refuse to learn are to be told that they are denying Christ and do not belong to him. They are not to be admitted to the sacrament, accepted as sponsors at baptism, or allowed to exercise Christian liberty in any way. They should instead be simply directed back to the Pope and his functionaries, yes, even to Satan himself. Moreover, their parents and superiors should refuse them food and drink, telling them that the prince is of a mind to expel such rude persons from his realm, and so on. I'll go on. Yikes! Of course, we cannot, and we should not try, to force the Christian's faith on anyone. Ah, okay. Yet we should steadily keep on urging people toward it and help them know what is considered right and wrong in the society in which they want to live and earn their living. A person who wants to live in a certain city and enjoy its privileges should know and observe its laws, no matter whether he believes in them or is at heart a rogue or a scoundrel. Hmm. So why does he lead with like the harsh thing first? <laughs> Law I, and gospel. I, I, I feel like <laughs> yeah, he led with the the thing. Like the gentler thing. I don't know. I just, I don't Luther, know. Luther it's not our style. <laughs> no, and I really wrestled not. with this because it, you know, as someone who is a committed Lutheran and an admirer of Dr. Luther and yet also a loving mother mm-hmm. who doesn't mm-hmm. like to bully my children, I wrestled with this of why did he use such harsh language? And I think it's because this is serious stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, this is life and death and not just, like, mortal life and death, immortal life and death. This is mm-hmm. this is the thing. This is the only thing that really matters in the end is do you hold this faith in your heart and soul? And I think he wanted to make sure everyone took it as seriously yeah. as he did. Yeah. So, yeah, the language is strong, and I wouldn't say it that way. Absolutely not. But. <laughs> Do I tell my children this is the most important thing you're studying this year? Absolutely. Yes, yes, I do. I care what you get on your math test, but really, honestly, this is the stuff you're going to take into eternity with you. So yep. pay attention and learn it well. And I think Luther's saying the own, the same thing in his own particular and unique idiom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was a that was a little tricky. Let's do an easy one now. Oh boy, how many chief? Parts of the small catechism are there? Six. Six. Very good. Can you name them? Ten commandments. Lord's Prayer. Baptism. Holy Communion. Holy Creed. Office of the Keys. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> you guys are great. Yeah. Yep. 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 Very good. All around. Points all around. We have the Ten Commandments, the Creed, the Lord's Prayer, the Sacrament of Baptism, Confession, the Sacrament of the Altar. And then in addition, we have got the bonus features, which is you know, daily prayers and table of duties and Christian questions with their answers. I love that part, by the way. <laughs> the Christian questions? Yes. Oh, yeah. Very good so stuff. Good. Okay. That was easy. Mm. <laughs> Let's go <laughs> for another easy ones. <laughs> easy one. Well, it might be hard. It might be hard to admit this. Oh. So each one of you will have to answer this oh, on no. your own. Hmm. So it's a true or false question. Oh, no. True or false. I was required to memorize the six chief parts of the catechism before I was confirmed. True. True. Define memorize. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I will. I'll just let you answer. True. False. I think. Ah, why? I just wasn't. Oh. wasn't part oh, of our curriculum. Know. I wasn't. No, you wrong. No, I was telling you I was not required to. Oh, okay. I don't know how I got away with it. 
Yeah. That's why I'm so happy I'm getting to go through it again because I didn't do it right the first time. <laughs> and I think this points to the variety of different ways in which churches teach the catechism to young people mm-hmm. and try to make sure that they are formed in the faith before their confirmation. So will so you they, will you define now what you mean by memorize? Because memorize, now I'm curious. Like, as in being words? able to recite it word for word. Oh, okay. okay. What I didn't define was six chief parts, whether okay. I meant you had to memorize the Ten Commandments or the Ten Commandments and their meanings. But Got it. We had to do all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. For a grade, too, because mm-hmm. we had it as religion class. Wow. I couldn't sit down. I thought you maybe meant you could sit down start the timer and just recite the whole thing start to finish <laughs> no so that's no, why no. i was like okay. i but i didn't and then sarah was like yes and, and then aaron was like yes and i'm like i didn't do that but uh, uh, uh. no over the course of like a two year years. two yes. years you worked your way <laughs> yes. through all of them <laughs> yes yes yeah that yeah. didn't happen so if you were were required to memorize the catechism i'm a little jealous of you i wouldn't have been jealous of you when i was 13 but i am now <laughs> However, if you, like me, have never completely memorized the catechism, there's still time. I'm working on it. I'm better now than I've ever been before. Mm. And can I give a plug, shameless plug for KFUO Radio social media? Please do. Every Friday we post something from the catechism. Mm. I say we because I do it. Uh, I post <laughs> <laughs> it's hashtag catechesis Friday. So if you ever pay attention to our social, pay attention on Fridays. And I got to say, I really admire the way KFUO on social media really supports memory work, both memorizing scripture, memorizing Mm -hmm. the catechism. I remember you ran that Athanasian Creed memorization challenge a couple years ago. Every summer we do Athanasian Creed. Oh, every summer. I missed it last year. So if you are looking to get some companionship and accountability on your quest to memorize more of scripture and the confessions follow KFUR radio and they will help you out yes mondays are memory verse monday although that that's also an lcms thing but friday is catechesis friday mm-hmm. <laughs> hey sarah how can they find you on social at KFUO radio sweet Facebook, instagram and twitter nice okay moving on this episode was brought to you by <laughs> As it is every Friday. Friday. <laughs> Produced in the studios of KFUO Radio. <laughs> okay, so we're going to see how well you actually have this memorized. You've all say oh, you've gosh. memorized it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to do a sort of musical chairs style oh. memory challenge. I don't oh. like this. Man. I don't like it at all. So I'm going to start <laughs> reciting a random part of the catechism. Oh, my no! gosh. Uh-huh. And then you guys are going to recite with me. Only at some point, I'm going to stop. And we're going to see if you guys can keep going without me. It's remember the lyrics. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget okay. the lyrics. That's what it is. Ready? We'll start with an easy one. Oh, no. You shall have no other gods. What does this mean? We should fear, love, and trust in God above all things. See, this is not hard. First commandment. Nailed it. First commandment. Nailed it. Okay. Okay. Next one. Skipping down a bit. You shall not murder. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not curse, 
or harm his our neighbor in his body, but help and support him in every bodily need. In every physical need. Yes, very, very good. Oh, bodily man. is probably though. It's it's good. It's good. It's, yeah, it's the it's the blue catechism. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is so hard. <laughs> Pressure. Well, it's about to get even more fun. Yes. Let's dip into another chief part. All right. I believe that God has made me, me and, and all creatures. All creatures. That he has given me my body and soul, eyes, ears, and all my members, my reason, my senses, and still takes care of them. Wow. You guys weren't kidding. You do know this. The creative explanations are my favorite. Oh, good. Let's do another one, shall we? No, I'm going to forget it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I believe that I cannot, by my no, own no, reason or strength, strength believe, believe Jesus Christ, Christ my, my Lord, or come to him. Or come to him. But the Holy, but the Holy Spirit, Spirit has called, called me by the, by the gospel and sanctified with his gifts, sanctified and kept me in the one true faith. I dropped out like five <laughs> words into that. You guys did amazing. This is most certainly true. <laughs> okay, one, one more. One more. Last one. <laughs> God's name is certainly holy in itself, but we pray in this petition. Oh, we be kept holy among us also. also. Oh, you can't. I thought you guys were not gonna <laughs> not gonna be able to finish that one. That one is from the Lord's Prayer. Yes. Fourth petition? Fifth. Third. I don't remember. No. Hallowed be thy name. 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 Second is. Whatever. Father who art in heaven. Hang on. There's the intro. I can't remember remember the numbers. The numbers don't matter. Give us this day our daily bread is four. That's all I can remember. That is the first petition. The first petition. Okay. Okay. Yes. We got it. Oh, because the intro isn't actually like part of the prayer. Okay. Yeah. So I am... Full of admiration and mild jealousy that you guys were able to (laughs) rattle that off so easily. Mm -hmm. And it really reinforces why it is that you need to learn this stuff Mm -hmm. while you're young Mm -hmm. and your brain is still plastic and can absorb it and hold on to it. So young people out there, one, be careful what you shove in your brain. It will stay. Mm -hmm. And two, be careful that you shove a whole lot of the catechism into your brain so you can carry it with you the rest of your life and impress people. (laughs) Hmm. At a random quiz on a podcast 30 years from now. That's exactly why. The best is when I'm in like a secular environment and somebody says something that triggers an explanation Ah. of a creed or something. Yep. And I finish their sentence with something from the small catechism Mm -hmm. and they're like, what? What? And I'm like, awkward. (laughs) Bye. And then I'm sharing your faith up and I jump in. Well, and the catechism, as you guys have just proven, is written to be memorized. Mm -hmm. That Luther put it together in such a way that there's certain phrases repeated in various places that allow it to sort of stick a little bit better. Mm -hmm. I've tried to memorize all sorts of things in my life, but the catechism actually comes more easily than a lot of things do. do, And that is is intentional. Mm Mm-hmm. Luther, as I just mentioned, famously uses certain German phrases over and over again 
And so they become fairly familiar. So we're going to see if you can, as our last question, we're going to see if you can decode three German phrases Yes, that he uses multiple times each. Okay. All right. I know none of you is a German scholar. Sarah, you've had a little bit more than the others. I can, I can say words. I don't, I don't know what okay. they mean. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So we're all on an even footing here. Mm. I'm going to give you a phrase in German that shows up multiple times in the catechism, and you're going to see if you can guess which one it is. Okay? okay. Number one. Wir sollen Gott fürchten und lieben. Mm. We, should we should fear, fear and, and love God. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Even that gave it away. Yep. Okay. The next one. Aber wir bitten in diesem Gebet. Say it again. Aber wir bitten in diesem Gebet. God, God is good. Something, something. <laughs> One of the keywords here is bitten. So if you know any German, you know bitte. Please. Oh. Uh-huh. I don't know. Okay. I don't know this one. All right. This one was the trickiest one. But aber wir bitten, but we ask. Oh. Diesem Gebet in this petition. Oh! oh. I thought God's I name is certainly whole, holy in itself, but we pray in this petition. Yeah. Okay. The kingdom of God certainly comes by itself, but we pray in this petition. He hmm. just uses that yep. as this one of these markers you can grab mm-hmm. onto. Yep. I gotcha. Okay. All right. The last one for all the marbles. All the marbles. <laughs> das ist gewichtlich wahr. This, this is most certainly true. true. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. This is most certainly true. That is one of my favorite lines in the whole catechism. And it is just something that you can say about every bit of teaching that is as this is drawn from scripture, drawn from the truth about who Jesus is and what he's done for us and what his word means in our lives and how we respond to it. We all say together, this is most certainly true. It's true. So yell at that loudly all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So that is a little bit of information about the catechism. Hopefully you learned something. I learned a few things myself. That was super fun. True story. It was a good time. Trivia is always great, even though I'm really nervous about quizzes. Don't be so anxious. You know, I love hearing you guys gleefully yell out answers so much. I've maybe have started making these easier just so I can have that experience repeated. (laughs) I love being right. It's fun yelling stuff. (laughs) So I'm I want to throw out there for those who want to memorize but have a hard time memorizing things. Mm-hmm. So a few years ago, I was like, I should review the catechism because it had been decades since I memorized mm-hmm. it. And I yep. was like, I should I should do this. So I, I tried doing it and then I was having a hard time. But if you can deal with children singing, there is the catechism with explanation mm-hmm. set to music. That's available from CPH. Oh, wow. It's all yep. the, it's kids singing. Some of them are sort of jazzy. A lot of them are not jazzy. And yet, if you're someone who memorizes things more easily when they're set to music, mm-hmm. this can help you. It's called Singing the Faith. Yeah. And Kids Bob Catechism. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's little high children's voices singing, but 
it's just word for word. They don't reword it or try and make it rhyme or anything like that. Perfect. And that's awesome. It's it's a great resource if sometimes I know it better if I run the melody through my head. Yeah. But that counts. That counts. The words are there. They're locked in deeper with the melody. So that is a resource that if you're someone who who memorizes more easily with music, check it out and that's excellent. I see they have both a CD and a songbook. So you can incorporate you this. Go. If Hopefully you're a Sunday you a school teacher, you yeah, can start exactly. including this so that they've got a head exactly. start. CPH has these some wonderful resources and catechetical aids. I really appreciate the fact that they have the entire catechism, both an English version and then at a different site, a German version of the catechism online that you can read for free at catechism.cph.org. I don't know what the link to the German one is, but we will definitely link to that, both of those in the show notes, along with the Sing the Faith CD and this great article by Reverend Jonathan Krenz, The Large and Small Catechisms of Dr. Luther, over at lutheranreformation.org. Lots of stuff for further reading if you're interested, which you should be because it's really interesting stuff. Yes. Indeed. True story. Sorry, I'm looking something. Sarah, are you learning about Sing the Faith right now? No. Flame has been working on something with 1517 that involves a small catechism, but I'm not sure that it's released yet. And I don't know if, I can't remember, sorry, Flame, if it's like Sing the Faith, but Flame. (laughs) Okay, well, I will be watching for that because I need that in my life. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It includes small catechism stuff. I don't think, I don't see it released yet, so... Okay. But it's from 1517. It's this whole partnership thing he's doing with them. So cool. There's that too, but Sweet. I don't think it's available yet. But anyway, <laughs> ladies, we want to know how you did on our quiz. If you could recite the catechism also. <laughs> Front to back, baby. Front Just to kidding. back. Or if you have a favorite part. I don't think it's weird to have a favorite part of the catechism. Why not? The explanation to the third article. Yes. <laughs> True. It's the best. Mm. Isn't that everyone's favorite part? No, I- mine is the f- explanation of the first commandment because it's so short. <laughs> I'm a micro blogger. What can I tell you? I like the ones that have like the bounce to them. Mm. That's why actually I, like I the love that one too, Brie. I remember when we were first teaching because we were a lot better at this when we only had one child and then two children. And <laughs> but we were first teaching our toddler, who's now graduating high school. Oh no! The for the early bits of the catechism, and she was about two, three years old, and. And had learned the first commandment. That was all she had got, but she got it. Oh. And Ken, she was sitting up in the balcony one week, and Ken was guest preaching. He was a seminarian <gasps> at this point, sitting up in the balcony, and he just asked, you know, what is the first commandment as a rhetorical question? And from the balcony, you hear this like two year old yell out, You just know God's mind. And it was just the cutest thing ever. So that I is always have a soft spot in my heart for uh-huh. that particular part of the catechism because mm-hmm. oh, I can still just so see sweet. her, the tiny, yeah. adorable thing. So, yes. Baby. Awesome. Okay, yeah. also, ladies in our Facebook group, if you have videos of your children reciting parts of the catechism, please share them. We because we do that content. True story. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're out there. I've seen these things. <laughs> Join us 
in our Facebook group, the Lutheran Ladies Lounge. Also, our Instagram page, at Lutheran Ladies Lounge. We have different content on both of those places, so feel free to follow us on both. You can also sign up for our e-newsletter in the show notes for this episode, or you can send us an email, lutheranladies at kfuo.org. You can find all of our podcasts at kfuo.org slash Lutheran Ladies Lounge, or on the KFUO radio app, or on your favorite podcasting app. You're listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Aaron. I'm Larton Muther. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Junker Geo. <laughs> Rachel. I'm Rachel. Still Rachel. Just Rachel. <laughs> Who? Was. <laughs> KFUO Radio and the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast are underwritten in part by Wicking Vicar. Visit them online at wickingvicar.com. Views and opinions expressed on the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO Radio, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. The Lutheran Ladies Lounge is produced by KFUO Radio and available at kfuo.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and leave a review for us, too. If you love the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast, consider financially supporting our producer, KFUO Radio, so we can keep doing what we do. Find out how at kfuo.org give.